we're thinking about growing up in the family of God. What's your growing up story? Families, uh, families have a lot of different stories. Some good, some not so good. Have a lot of stories. I heard this story from my uncle, my dad and his brothers. They got in trouble this one time. They got in trouble for uh, putting on a rodeo while their parents were not home. And when I say putting on a rodeo, I mean it. Like they lived on a farm, so they roped some calves and tried to ride them. And then when my grandparents got home, these boys were in big trouble. How did Grandpa know? Because they had very carefully put everything back where it goes. So they'd had their... Now, my grandfather had told them before he left, don't have a rodeo. Like he specifically... Like, because apparently they've been talking about having a rodeo. And he said, you can't do it when I'm not here. As soon as he left, they had the rodeo. They put everything back. And when he got back... They were all punished for putting on a rodeo, and he, they couldn't figure out how he knew. There's another story in my family about a baby. He was born, and he was born with a heart condition, and they thought he was going to die. The doctors all said he's, he's never going to live more than a day. And then he lived. He didn't die. When everyone thought he was going to die, he didn't die. That's a pretty good story. The family of God has a lot of growing up stories, and these stories help us know who we are as a family. The story of Adam and Eve. The story of Cain and Abel. The story of Noah and the ark or the baby Moses in the river, or Joseph, the slave that saves his family, or the boy Samuel who hears God calling, or the young man David who kills the giant and becomes king, or the boy eight years old, Josiah, who became king of Israel and restored true worship in the nation of Israel as a boy. Of course, all these stories are part of the main story. The great story. The story of Jesus. Our hero who was the eternal Son of God, who was born in a barn, who gave His life as the final sacrifice for sins, for our sins, who rose from the dead, who ascended to heaven, and who is coming back to raise us from the dead and to be our king forever. The great story of God's grace and redemption in Jesus. You see, God is the great family storyteller. And that story is true. And we are in it. The psalm, Psalm 78, is a song about 
telling stories, about telling our story, about telling God's story. I just want to read this psalm to you. Psalm 78. Give ear, O my people, to my teaching. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings from old, things that we have heard and known that our fathers have told us. We will not hide them from their children, but tell to the coming generation the glorious deeds of the Lord and His might and the wonders that He has done. He established a testimony in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel which He commanded our fathers to teach their children that the next generation might know them, the children yet unborn, and arise and tell them to their children so that they should set their hope in God and not forget the works of God, but keep His commandments and that they should not be like their fathers, a stubborn and rebellious generation, a generation whose heart was not steadfast, whose spirit was not faithful to God, they would be a faithful generation. See, our lives are chapters in the great story. The great story of Jesus Christ. The great story of redemption. The great story of the family of God. I should tell you that the baby who lived when everyone thought he would die is me. And that story is not just a story of a baby who lived when everyone thought he would die. It's the story of the family of God who gathered on the day that baby was born and prayed. The family prayed and God saved the baby. And here I am today. What's your story? What's your story the great story is a story of redemption, a story in which the Father brings His lost little ones home. What's your story of redemption? Are you telling your kids? Are you proclaiming the great deeds of God to your children, to the next generation, so that they will be the faithful generation? We tell our children the stories, the glorious deeds of the Lord. We tell them the great story, and we include all the chapters. And we tell them the adventures of our own chapter, of our faith, or of our stubbornness, or of our stubbornness turned to faith, of how the Father found us, so that they can write their own chapter, their own story, of rebellion turned to faith. This is how we know who we are in Christ. We share the story of Scripture and we share our participation in the great story of our redemption in Christ. This is what we do in the family. This is how we are a family. With this in mind, I'd like to invite Alaya Frances and Aaron Boers to come to the front. 
Also, if you would please bring your parents with you. I would also like to invite any of the elders who are present this morning to come up here now to the front. Join us all here. We have a big crowd up here. So Aaron and Eliah will stand right here in the middle or sleep right here in the middle with their moms and dads and sisters. Uh, The cuteness is overwhelming. This morning, we're recognizing the beginning of two new chapters in the great story. The Aliyah chapter. Ah, eyes open. Hi. And the Aaron chapter. Still sleeping? That's good. Sleeping is good. And these chapters are part of the Angelo and Marta story and the Ari and Tessa story. And these are part of the family of God story, the story of our redemption in Christ. So, Angelo and Marta bring Aliyah, and Ari and Tessa bring Aaron into the family of God. This is a recognition that these little ones belong to God. And that these parents are also His children. And that we, the church, are their brothers and sisters in this great family. We call this a baby dedication, but it's really also a parent dedication and a body of Christ dedication, a family of God commitment. So I have a question for mom and dad. It's kind of a long question, so you're going to have to really pay attention. Ready? Do you promise and pledge yourselves to care for these children on the Lord's behalf, recognizing that they belong to Him? To bring them up in the Lord's provision and care, trusting Him for the wisdom and strength you will need for that to diligently teach them the good news of our redemption in Christ and to pray always for their salvation, to lead them by your own example in enjoying the benefits of our life together in the body of Christ. If you do, please respond by saying, we do. And I have a corresponding question for you, the congregation of God's people gathered here at International Bible Church. Do you promise and pledge yourselves to love, encourage, and serve these families, helping them in any way possible to bring up these children in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord? If you do, please respond by saying, we do. Let's pray. I'm going to invite the elders to uh, put a hand on these folks while we pray.
Father, we just thank You for the love we share in this giant family. And we thank You for these little families in the big family. Lord, we pray for these parents and for these children. We pray, Lord, that they would be diligent in their understanding of Your grace. That it would not just be something they know about, but it would be something they know in their hearts. And something they speak about all the time so that these little ones will know Your grace from this day forward. And they will come to trust in the redemption that is available to us in Christ. That they will know their Savior. That they will be filled with His Spirit. And that they will become reflections of this amazing love that You have given to us. Lord, I pray for strength for Angelo and Marta, for Ari and Tessa, for wisdom, for true dedication grounded in faith, grounded in trusting that You are our God, our great Father, our perfect provider in every way. We thank You for these things. In Jesus' name, Amen.